Hello, and thank you so much for taking the time to listen to this episode of Stuff Explained from the Motley Experience, or at least show intent to do so, since it's the beginning of the episode, and at any moment, I could dissuade you from listening. But anyways, that's not what I'm trying to do. In fact, uh, I'm coming to you, and this is Aristides Morosis, by the way, your humble host. I'm coming to you with a holiday request, shall we say. Uh, You see, I'm trying to grow this podcast, and if you could be so kind as to leave a review... (coughs) Five stars. (laughs) Ooh, I got something stuck in the windpipe over that one. Um, Leave a review. Share with a friend. Uh, Word of mouth really helps as well. Sharing on social media is great. Reaching out on Twitter, Instagram, using the hashtag stuff explained. All that really helps in building a community around the values that I try to infuse this podcast with. And that is the unrelenting curiosity of exploring this world and uncovering and sharing interesting facts and histories and well you know the drill if you've been listening and if not any moment now I'm going to be interrupted by the title sequence so whenever that happens stay tuned for this episode and make sure you come back for future episodes thank you so much enjoy Life is a journey of exploration, learning, and growth. Basically, the world is full of fascinating stuff. Join me, Aristides Marousas, as I uncover interesting facts and discuss big ideas on stuff explained from the Motley Experience. Experience your world. Hello, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome to episode 18. We've made it to 18 episodes so far. That's kind of mind-blowing for me. Thank you for being part of this ride thus far. I hope you stay along for wherever this takes me and us. Uh, So this episode, I would like... Well, first, it's been inspired by the holidays. And Christmas is right around the corner. And a lot of advertisements and films and TV shows and things like that, when it talks about... When they talk about Christmas, it seems to be mostly focused on that nostalgia factor of childhood and Christmas and Santa Claus and the gift givings and the the miracles and the magic of Christmas time. And so the next few episodes are going to be about Christmas. Um, They're themed that way. It seems apropos. This specific episode, it's a big idea episode, and I'd like to use it to focus on the concept, the idea of growing up and try to answer the question, what does it mean to grow up? So what does it mean to grow up? That was the question I posed before, and I'm going to do my best to answer it. And I'd like to start at the beginning, what it felt like as a kid. So if I go back, I know that as a child, when I would sort of project myself forward and what it would be like, what I think or what I thought it would be like to be an 18-year-old, a 21-year-old, a 30-year-old, it was very different from my actual experience at that age. And 
the biggest reason that I can see is that as a child looking forward, there was this level of of seriousness involved with with aging and growing up. And to me, adulthood and seriousness were were synonymous. They were the same thing. To be an adult meant you were mature, and to be mature, you have to be serious and approach life seriously, uh, with you know, work, relationships, all the responsibilities that came with being an adult. Uh, and you know, I wasn't exposed as a as a child to adults necessarily having fun. They did what they had to do to get by and to be successful and to provide for the family and basically to help raise the children. But beyond that, I wasn't necessarily exposed too much to adults having almost their own identity other than that. Um, it was just, it was essentially work and family. That was, that was it. There was no solo identity. And so this is my experience. It might differ from yours, but from what I've understood from multiple conversations, it's very similar for a lot of people. And what it feels like now that I've gone through those experiences, um, what I've noticed most is that my inner experience, that feeling you have on the inside, doesn't feel like it's aged. Now, sure, I've had many experiences, I've matured, I've learned new things, I approach things and think about things very differently now than I did 10 years ago and 20 years ago, very much thankfully. Um, and, you know, sometimes some of these experiences were good, some of the ex experiences were bad, and everything was a learning experience. Um, but I find it a very interesting dichotomy that on paper, I'm 27 years old, but on the inside, if you were to ask me, I honestly forget sometimes. I have to remind myself that I'm 27. I, I don't necessarily feel inside that I'm very much different from how I felt five, six, seven years ago. And again, through the conversations I've had and, and through what I understand, this seems to be quite common. Now, I don't know whether you want to call this your soul, that feeling you have inside, uh, because for sure, mentally, I, if you can feel mentally i i feel different mentally again I, I talked about the maturity and the experiences uh, but let's call it a soul just for the sake of putting a word to it if you have your own beliefs that's perfectly fine this is just the word a placeholder i'm using um there's an agelessness to it and from what i understand from you know the religious background i have greek orthodox but also a lot of the spiritual readings i've been doing it does line up to that agelessness our souls are ageless you know and this our bodies are just a shell an aging shell um you know dust to dust type of thing but what we are inside is so much more than that so this conversation isn't about spirituality it's about what does it mean to grow up for us and the reason i bring all of this up is because of how i feel inside versus how i feel like I should feel, I suppose, on the on the outside. And um, I think that the phrase, age is just a number, is very true. Uh, there are 70-year-olds who feel like they're 21. And sure, their bodies might not be able to do what their mind and soul wants them to do anymore. But the, the still, you can tell through looking at their eyes, through the way they approach life, the way they laugh about things that there's definitely a youthful energy we talk about that you've you've heard that before someone being described as youthful 
And so it's really all about how you think and how you feel. Um, the body definitely plays a role, uh, but in many cases, I would argue it doesn't play as big a role as the combination of your mind and body. So that's what it felt like as a kid that you would become much more serious. And in my, in my mind as a child much sooner, I think part of this is uh, influenced by the films and TV I watched. The actors even today that portray high school students and college students tend to be a bit older than the characters they're playing. And so when you're watching them, like you, that's sort of the image that you have in your head, unless, you know, you have older siblings, which I did not, and you were exposed to them. So I wasn't necessarily exposed very much to older kids. And in the interactions I did have, they seemed, they seemed so cool and so much older and they had these responsibilities and, you know, they were getting into adulthood and college and jobs and all this stuff. And there, there was a cool factor. But again, there was that that seriousness. They weren't playing around anymore, quote unquote. I was just doing those quote fingers. Um, and I think this varies by generation as well. Not to jump around too much, but if you go back a few generations, not even that far, there was a very smaller, a much smaller, sorry, window of time where they could be children and express childlike behavior and it was acceptable. So imagine now, a uh, hundred years ago, if you were 12 or 13 years old, um, if video games were available, you weren't going to be playing them uh, because you were going to be working, most likely. Um, if you go a hundred years before that and so on and so on, it, the situation just gets worse and worse for kids, essentially. Uh, kids, basically, once they were old enough to start working, they were working. And there wasn't much time for anything else because they'd come home exhausted eat if they could, sleep, and then early next morning they were going the next day, likely with their parents or, or you know, some adult to, to do work, usually manual labor. Psst, hey, hey you, yeah, you over there listening to stuff explained from Motley Experience. So if you're already listening, to stuff explained from the Motley Experience, why not take that next step and head on over to the motleyexperience.com forward slash connect. Then all you got to do is enter your email address and you instantly become a part of the Motley Experience community. By doing this, you'll get the weekly insider newsletter that gives you all the latest and greatest from the Motley Experience, including updates from your favorite podcast, Stuff Explained. Again, themotleyexperience.com forward slash connect. There's absolutely nothing like having custom-made quality music for whatever your project might be. So if you're in the market for custom-made music, look no further than Retcon Industries. They provide tailor-made music for all sorts, whether it's professional wrestling, podcasts, trailers, and so much more. They can do it for you. So for more information, go to www.retconindustries.com or email my good friend Greg at retcongreg at gmail.com. Retcon Industries can also be found on Facebook and on Instagram at Retcon Industries. That's R-E-T-C-O-N Industries. Luckily, 
You know, we can argue that, oh, uh, back in the day, things were better. This is one of the very, uh, one of the very many examples that you can find that that's not the case anymore. We have the ability to live out that childhood for a much further, much more expanded amount of time. If you look, there are adults now who, uh, and because of the whole collectible market that's out there, are buying more toys, action figures, what have you, today than they did when they were kids. And that was something that I I doubt would be very uh, highly regarded a couple decades ago. Not even that long ago, I would imagine, uh, because there was a time where you have to put childlike things behind and really embrace adulthood and embrace that seriousness. But that's not really a life worth living, if I'm going to be honest, because to me, and I'm not talking about being irresponsible or things like that, but there's the three qualities of, of childhood that I think we really should carry with us at all times are joy, wonder, and innocence. Joy, wonder, innocence. And we can get very caught up in the world today and we lose sight of those things. Everything that we have expectations about everything. We want things now. We want things fast. We want things to work. We want to be successful. We are comparing ourselves to others on social media. Uh, we want life to happen for us today. We want to be at the destination today. We're working a nine to five. We have children. We have pets. We're running around. Uh, and many of us feel miserable. There's not enough joy, not enough wonder, not enough innocence. And the social pressures and stigma have changed today. I mentioned when I was younger, I wasn't really exposed to adults who seem to have fun or their own identity. That's changed today. Uh, you're allowed to express yourself. Um, there are more opportunities to express yourself. Um, adult coloring books made a comeback a few years ago. Can you believe that? Uh, and because if you were an adult in a coloring book, you know, you're being a child in a very derogatory sense. How dare you? There are more important things that you should be doing, you know, like look into your 401k. Um, but now we have the opportunity and the stigmas are falling apart. They're crumbling for the better, I believe, where if you want to have cornflakes and watch cartoons in the morning, why not? You're not hurting anybody. If you want to collect those action figures, go for it. Um, if you want to draw, color, bake for fun, if you want to sing, play music, whatever it is that expresses yourself, there's adult um, co-op sports teams now, just like when we were kids. So you can go in and you know look up a kickball team near you and you can play kickball. Like To me, this is absolutely wonderful because it allows us to get in touch with the inner child. And that is a whole different topic, whole different conversation about the inner child and the trauma that brings and the importance of getting in touch with it and not not shunning it, not hiding it. Uh, but just to paint a bit of a picture for you, imagine that you're in a room and you're the way you are now, you know, your adultness, whatever age you are now, but there's there's a child version of you, let's say 10 years old. And looking back now, you know what you went through as a 10-year-old, the good and the bad. You know where you were loved, where you weren't loved. You know what you needed and didn't get and what you needed and did get. You can hopefully 
assess that in a more unbiased way today. And with that assessment, you're able to know how to reparent yourself. So sometimes the best thing to do is just to look down, bring that inner child, that 10-year-old version of you up next to you and hold their hand. Hold your own hand and tell them that you love them and that everything's okay. And that was just a little window into the type of conversation that can be had on the inner child and the inner child work. As far as this conversation about growing up, I think it's very important to go back and look at what made you happy, what made you excited as a kid, what really just brought you so much joy. Um, TV shows, activities, like what did you like to do when you had your own playtime, whether it was you alone with a sibling with friends, what did you really truly enjoy doing? And odds are there are a few things and you can usually find some through line between them some commonality and there might be something that you could do today to replicate that get back to that innocence when there weren't societal uh, family pressures on you uh no you shouldn't do this because it won't bring you money or no like boys don't do that girls don't do that whatever it might be there might be aspects of it that you can revive and live today and live a joyful wonder filled innocence filled life or at least bring those three aspects of the inner child, of childhood, into the equation. So, again, I bring up all of this because Christmas is around the corner. I want to do a few Christmas-themed episodes, and I feel like it would be a big miss on my part to not talk about that growing up aspect, what it means to be a child, what it means to be an adult. So, to get back to the original question, what does it mean to grow up? I think growing up, again, this is my answer, is going through life one experience at a time, maturing, learning as much as you can from your mistakes, but also your accomplishments, your victories, and using those to continue to create a better life for yourself and others as you grow, which usually as we grow into adulthood, Not only do we have more responsibilities, but we have more opportunities to help ourselves and help others. We we are not as reliant on others as we are as a kid. So we can really start paving our own way, making our own way, making our own decisions. That to me is growing up. But an important part of growing up to me is also holding on to that inner child, that purity and the good acknowledging the bad, but never letting go, never letting yourself and life become too serious, allowing yourself moments to just have fun. Life should have fun. It should have joy, wonder, and innocence. And that's all for today's episode. Feel free to reach out on Twitter, at Molly Experience. Use the hashtag stuff explained. I would absolutely love to hear about your own experiences with with growing up um, what that has meant for you have you been able to hold on to that inner child have you been able to to um, bring the joy bring the wonder bring the innocence along with you? like what activities have you found those through what that you did as a kid you've been able to revive or hold on to and, and do today um, are there any shows you loved as a kid that you watch now and it just makes you so happy that you could binge through a bunch of them and, and not have a care in the world 
I would love to hear about that. And so with that, I'm going to sign off until next week. Stuff Explained is written and produced by me, Aristides Marousas. Music is produced by the talented Greg Massey of Retcon Industries. Visit themontleyexperience.com for more thoughtful original content, and you can also find links to the sources used for each episode of Stuff Explained. Like us on Facebook at The Motley Experience. Follow us on Twitter and Instagram at Motley Experience and use the hashtag Stuff Explained. If you like this episode, leave a review, subscribe, and share with a friend. Thank you for listening.